Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. So how are you all doing out there? As far as Lent is concerned, we're a little bit over halfway, if you're including the 46 full days, which are all of the Sundays. And we're in the middle of this COVID-19 outbreak. Life as we know it is all goofy from our finances, to our jobs, to our families, to our worship. If you're anyone out there, if you're the ones that are going to daily mass or even love every Sunday mass, it is killing you not to have the Eucharist. To me, my life is completely upside down and I'm doing my best to deal with it. I'm only talking two days since I've received the Lord and my life seems a little bit out of control. It's not the same watching it on TV. I'm not in the same reverent spirit. I don't get into it as much. I'm praying to do it. I mean, I'm even, you know, participating by standing and kneeling and not just kind of sitting down like it's some sort of movie. I'm trying to be actively participating in it. And today... I am going to confession. This whole outbreak thing has really screwed things up, and I kept putting off confession. Now, those of you who know me pretty well and listen to this often, I go to confession every week, or I try to. If I look back, oh my gosh, I haven't gone since I spoke in Fall River Diocese on, I believe it was the 7th. It was a Saturday, I think. That is a long time for me. So I am heading into confession because one thing that I know, and I'm not in a, in a mortal state of sin, but I know more and more I need to have sacraments in my life. <laughs> and without Mass, I, it's just the daily sacrament of the Eucharist. I have got to get back into some sort of deeper relationship with God. I Yesterday, I was reading. I could not pull myself away from my laptop. I was just reading up on mystics. All of these people out in the world throughout, you know, God's existence, having these deep, intimate relationships with God, hearing God, seeing God, going into moments of ecstasy, suffering souls, the people that are sitting there taking on pain and pain and pain for the conversion of sinners. 
I was beside myself reading some of these very common folk, right? The ones that are not just the religious that choose to be in a silent place and pray all day for people. That's not the ones that I was being drawn to. I was being drawn to the ones who were moms and wives, just normal people, because Jesus said, your vocation is this. There are times, I'll be honest with you, where I have just been like, you know, I just want to be with you all the time, God. Just take me into some sort of religious life. I'm cool with that. But he keeps looking at me, keeps reminding me, keeps showing me that your vocation is a wife and a mom. I know they're stepchildren, but their mom passed away. So I am their mom. I may not be blood, but I feel like I am. But I keep calling them stepchildren, not because I don't love them like they're mine, but to respect their mom. I am not their mom. I am their spiritual mom <laughs> and their stepmom, right? I married into them kind of thing. So when people hear me say my stepson, I don't want people to think that I don't love him like my own. I just want to give their mom the respect that she deserves. And she's no longer on this planet. So that's why I continue to say stepson, stepmom. And I don't ask them to call me mom. You know, they call me Kendra. So anyway, that be and they're 23, 26. Anyway, I, I digress. Sorry for that little side step here. But that's what God called me to. And you are in some sort of vocation in your life. Maybe you're a wife, maybe you're a husband, maybe you're um, also a provider, right? You're the sole breadwinner or you're both working and maybe you are a stay-at-home mom. Um, maybe you're a stay-at-home dad. Maybe you have no kids and you are single and you're debating on whether you should be in a religious vocation. These are all things that we're called to, but we're called to do them well. And we're also called to bring Jesus into our lives as those roles. So I can never put Jesus on the side. I have to call on him every moment and say, Lord, give me the strength to get going on this dinner. <laughs> give me the strength to, you know, clean this house. Give me the strength to deal with whatever it is that my kids are going through that I don't really maybe have the answers for them. Give me the strength to be there and appreciate my husband who is out being the breadwinner and providing for the family. You know, give me the love, give me not even the strength in that one, but give me the appreciation and the love that I'm supposed to be showering on him because he's taking such great care of me. It's those types of things that God is in us every moment. And as you are participating in Mass through the TV, know this. You're going to hear a lot about spiritual communion. And spiritual communion can only be done if you are in a state of grace. So if you are sitting here with mortal sins on your soul, or if it's been a real long time since you've been to confession, get on that computer and find a place to go to confession. 
They have drive through confessions right now. I don't know if you've seen that on Facebook here and there or on social media. It's awesome. They're doing whatever they can, those lovely priests and pastors out there, to bring us the sacraments in this time of craziness and contagion with this COVID-19. So take advantage of it. We need God's forgiveness. If you read the readings today, it was come to me. Come to me and I will forgive you. You walk out with a clean slate. For those who remember chalkboards and those who don't remember chalkboards, you, let's talk about the white whiteboards, right? When you erase with the eraser, the dry eraser, there are still little particles of the ink or on the chalkboard, there's still remnants of the chalk. But when you spray the cleaner on the whiteboard, you get every little speck off of that board. And when you use the wet eraser on the chalkboard, the slate is clean. That is what confession is all about. And so this morning, it's been, like I said, I go every week. So it's been a while. And I was going through the examination of conscience in my prayer this morning. And I'm writing it down so that I don't forget. Because the closer you get to God, the more you feel, see, pray, call on him all day, the more you're aware of when you're not being like Jesus. The more you're aware when you let frustration and worry and fear and anger and things bubble up in your life. And yes, those are venial sins, but we are called to be like Jesus. The other two parts of the reading were the two greatest commandments. And I'm going to wrap up with that because these are how we should be living. Number one, keep your God, the one God, first and foremost in your life. Love him with your whole heart, your mind, your strength, your soul, everything. Because if you don't do that, you cannot do number two which is to love thy neighbor as thyself. And that means loving them when they're angry at you, loving people when they're persecuting you, loving those who you don't like. These are things that we cannot do on our own. We need to have God's sanctification, his graces flowing through us. And the way to do that is to continue to keep him the center of our lives. So let's also take the time that we have been given. There's always good out of every bad. And I look at this, you know, kind of self-sequestering and, and things that we're doing to keep ourselves not going out into the world because of this contagion as a good thing. It will give you some more time to go deeper in prayer, to read that book that you haven't read, to spend that time with your family that you would never have already have normally spent with them. Take advantage of this time. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap up with one thing. Adam Carolla, he's a goofball. Um, he was on uh, the news last night, and I can't take credit for this, so I got to call it out for him. And he said, we, like a prisoner, we can have the time do us, or we can do the time. So he said, you can be in prison, and you can come out with a novel, or you can come out with a venereal disease. <laughs> 
<laughs> How great is that? Oh, I thought it was great at least. And it's true. You have the ability to get closer to God and to love your family more during this time. Are you going to do that? Or are you going to watch Netflix until your eyeballs cross and ignore everyone with your little devices in your face, you know, and not go deeper with God, not read that book that's going to make you grow spiritually, not take advantage of confession, whatever the case may be. Let's take this time and not waste it. We don't know the day or the hour. I will also be in adoration today, so I will take all of your intentions with me, and let's just love God today. And hopefully this confession thing is sparking something in you where you can get out and go. (laughs) Okay, everyone, I love you so much. Have a blessed and inspired day.